Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Sunday, June 9. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky Oliveira, And I'm Japheth Oliveira. And um, let me pray for today. Brand new day, brand new week. Uh, we are now in our fourth week of the Shepherd's Raw series. Uh, mean people is <laughs> the title of the message. Uh, yeah, I know. Kind of excited like about that. that. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not excited about that because uh, I'm going to preach on You're this. You're preaching about the mean people. And, um, Your final sermon. My final sermon, yeah. And uh, I did not choose this passage <laughs> This title as as, your final, as my final message for the church. It just but. worked out that way. <laughs> it's, it's like it's prophetic. It is not prophetic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. not main. I know, which is uh, which is so true. So let me uh, let me pray for today, Heavenly Father, uh, Lord. Just wonderful to be able to call in your name. Wonderful to be able to think about this week today as we open up this passage of Amos seven and eight, and we ask Lord for your wisdom, for your Spirit to to help us through this difficult passage in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Now, as some of you know who listen regularly, this Daily Walk podcast is a companion to the Daily Walk email. Hmm. which is comprised of the passage for the week that the sermon focuses on in different versions each each day. So you read it in different versions because you gain different insights from the wording. And then we have a writer, writer reflection. So they draw on some ideas that they have that, that come from the passage. And then they come up with a recalibrate question. What we do on the podcast, we don't read the reflection, but what we do is we read the, the text in the different versions and then we talk Japheth and I do about the recalibrate question. So you can listen to this on its own or you can supplement it by actually reading along at boulder.church forward slash daily. Yeah, and I think I think it's so good to read what Nathan Brown's written about yeah. it because he's got Nathan such great Nathan is the writer for this entire five-week series. Yeah. So, And then we'll have somebody else after that. Um, okay, without further ado, we always begin with the English Standard Version, the ESV. This week, our text is Amos chapters 7 and 8, subheading Warning Visions. This is what the Lord God showed me. Behold, he was forming locusts when the latter growth was just beginning to to sprout. And behold, it was the latter growth after the king's mowings. When they had finished eating the grass of the land, I said, O Lord God, please forgive. How can Jacob stand? He is so small. The Lord relented concerning this. It shall not be, said the Lord. This is what the Lord God showed me. Behold, the Lord God was calling for a judgment by fire, and it devoured the great deep and was eating up the land. Then I said, O Lord God, please cease. How can Jacob stand? He is so small. The Lord relented concerning this. This also shall not be, said the Lord God. This is what he showed me. Behold, the Lord was standing beside a wall built with a plumb line, with a plumb line in his hand. And the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? And I said, A plumb line. Then the Lord said, Behold, I am setting a plumb line in the midst of my people Israel. I will never again pass by them. The high places of Isaac shall be made desolate, and the sanctuaries of Israel shall be laid waste. And I will rise against the house of Jeroboam with a sword. Subheading Amos accused. Then Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent to Jeroboam, king of Israel, saying, Amos has conspired against you in the midst of the house of Israel. The land is not able to bear all his words. 
For thus Amos has said, Jeroboam shall die with a sword, and Israel must go into exile, away from his land. And Amaziah said to Amos, O seer, go, flee away to the land of Judah, and eat bread there, and prophesy there. But never again prophesy at Bethel, for it is the king's sanctuary, and it is a temple of the kingdom. Then Amos answered and said to Amaziah, I was no prophet, nor a prophet's son, but I was a herdsman and a dresser of sycamore figs. But the Lord took me from following the flock, and the Lord said to me, Go, prophesy to my people Israel. Now therefore hear the word of the Lord. You say, Do not prophesy against Israel, and do not preach against the house of Isaac. Therefore thus says the Lord, Your wife shall be a prostitute in the city, and your sons and your daughters shall fall by the sword, and your land shall be divided up with a measuring line. You yourself shall die in an unclean land, and Israel shall surely go into exile away from its land. Subheading, The Coming Day of Bitter Mourning This is what the Lord God showed me. Behold, a basket of summer fruit. And he said, Amos, what do you see? And I said, a basket of summer fruit. Then the Lord said to me, The end has come upon my people, Israel. I will never again pass by them. The songs of the temple shall become wailings in that day, declares the Lord God. So many dead bodies, they are thrown everywhere. Silence. Hear this, you who trample on the needy and bring the poor of the land to an end, saying, When will the new moon be over, that we may sell grain? On the Sabbath, that we may offer wheat for sale, that we may make the ephah small and the shekel great, and deal deceitfully with false balances, that we may buy the poor for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals, and sell the chafe of the wheat. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, Surely I will never forget any of their deeds. Shall not the land tremble on this account, and every one mourn who dwells in it, and all of it rise like the Nile, and be tossed about and sink again like the Nile of Egypt? And on that day, declares the Lord God, I will make the sun go down at noon, and darken the earth in broad daylight. I will turn your feasts into mourning, and all your songs into lamentation. I will bring sackcloth on every waist, and baldness on every head. I will make it like the morning for an only sun, and the end of it like a bitter day. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord God, when I will send a famine on the, on the land, not a famine of bread, nor a, fam- nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. They shall wander from sea to sea and from north to east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, but they shall not find it. In that day, the lovely virgins and the young men shall faint for thirst. Those who swear by the guilt of Samaria and say, As your God lives, O Dan, and as the way of Beersheba lives, they shall fall and never rise again. All right. So here's the question for today that uh, Nathan put together for the first reflection for this week as we're beginning looking at Amos 7 and 8. What might, it, what might it mean for us to be advocates on behalf of our people, our community, or our church? And what might it mean to advocate on their behalf to God? I'm not sure how you kind of like advocate on to your, God. To God? Well, you pray. You talk to God about what's going on. You ask God for help and for wisdom. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. I mean, to me, that doesn't as much sound like advocating. Advocating. Advocating more sounds like you're interceding and saying, hey, this thing shouldn't happen You should to change them, your or, mind. <laughs> or kind of things where it's like, I don't know, it just feels a little nosy, maybe. Like, I like that. I like that. Um, but I think that we need to be advocates on behalf of people who our, are our less people, our church, powerful yeah. than we are, or less articulate, All or less time. able. 
all the time. For whatever reason. I wonder whether we, we can actually do that even with <coughs> our conversations with people sometimes, not even over an issue, but just whether we can look at each other and think, could we be an advocate in, a, in the way that I we... I think you can be an advocate in the way that you speak about other people, especially people who others might tend to dog on in some way. You know, yeah. you can say something positive about someone yeah. in the presence of other people, even if other people aren't saying anything bad about well, them. I think you can always try to sp- say nice actually, things about people. Yeah, I think that's actually pretty good. If you, if you speak well of people yes. uh, all the time... Uh, more often than anything else. I mean, I think that's actually that is advocating for them. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it is too. and I think it lifts up. It lifts up the community. It lifts up people, and it gives it gives us always the opportunity to hear a second chance, a second wind. And I think that's actually really important to people. This yeah, I think it's important for people to see that you know, even if they don't like someone, there's always another side to a person. Yeah. So your experience of them is one facet that you were seeing. It's not the complete person. Yeah. There may be other people who have a different experience. And so I think not rushing to judgment of people is important too. That, and that is so hard to, to, to not rush to judgment. It's hard to not do that. It's hard, it's hard to also not to surround yourself uh, with people who actually are like-minded only and think the same way you do as well and because that gives us comfort. Oh, yes, incestuous amplification. Yeah, yeah. because uh, somebody it's was best. talking to me about that just the other day about uh, the fact that we enjoy the echo chamber of our own voices and, uh, and we enjoy the ideas that come back and they resonate with us and so, yeah, I think that's, a, that's so true. So let me repeat the question one more time for today. Uh, what might it mean for us to be advocates on behalf of our people, our community, or our church? What might it mean to advocate on their behalf to God? Think about that, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you, and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.